Greetings, greetings, and welcome to another episode of Out the Box Talks. I am your host, Krell. I am so delighted to bring you the first episode of season three. I mean, if y'all been rocking with me since, um, you know, 2020 in terms of all the stuff I've been doing, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to have y'all here once again. We have two special guests on the show today. They have been doing their thing for quite some time. They're also producers as well as MCs. And um, they just released a new project um, that was um, put out not too long ago, about like a couple weeks ago. It's called Straight From The Pack. And um, it's coming as a follow-up of their 2019 project, uh, Drum Machine Tape Cassette. So I really want to welcome to our Out The Box Talks listening audience and viewing audience, because we're on YouTube Live today. Um, you know, two brothers hailing from the DMV area, DC to be exact, live on inauguration night. Uh, I want to welcome to Out The Box Talks, brother Jay Cyanide and Kev Brown. Welcome. Yes, yes. What's up, Peace, man? What's baby. good? What's good? Peace. I'm good, man. How how y'all doing, man? How how's it how's how's it going in the city tonight, man? Like it's a historic night. I'm I'm glad that I could get y'all on, man. Work. Okay. Um, I mean, I've been watching the, it look crazy from TV. You know what I mean? I, I haven't been outside the house today. You know what I mean? Just been watching it all, you know, from from the uh from TV land, you know what I mean? Tuning just... in. Just, Seen John Legend singing a little bit a little while ago, breaking it down. Uh, Demi Lovato was hitting it. You know what I mean? Getting busy uh, when I just came downstairs to for this joint. So you know, they it's been going on all day. Um, glad it wasn't no violence. You know what I mean? And uh, no crazy stuff. And uh, you know what I mean? How's everything with you, Jay? Uh, it's pretty good. You know, I just came like right before like. We were supposed to start. I just came in the crib, so like you know, they had the bridges closed, so it was like it took a while to get home. But like you know, it was a lot of cars, but it wasn't it wasn't that bad. But like I was, I've been in and out today, so it's been kind of like um, you know, it's been quiet. It's been quiet, but it's been a good quiet. Like um, you see people in the street, everybody talking to each other. Because I was here when when Trump came in, and like that day. When he got no that day when he won, yo, it was like I looked outside. It was like a single like leaf like hit falling from the ground. Like it was like in November, yo. Wow. It was like so sad. Like the air, like you could feel it in the air. And then the inauguration day, his inauguration, there wasn't nobody out there. You know, it was like a big. It was a big difference. Yo, it was like real dark and like it was cold. It was a shitty day, but like today was pretty. It was pretty nice. It was it was cool. It's a it was a big difference. It was like a one eighty yo. Cool, cool. That's good to hear, man. So tonight, you know, I don't want to hold the people too long because we were supposed to start at our uh, ten o'clock, but you know, we had a little bit of technical difficulties, but we worked it out, man. Um, and like I said, I'm. It's such a pleasure to have y'all, man. I want to talk to y'all a lot about straight from the pack the new project, you know, and, you know, just get into some of the themes of the project. But before we jump into that, I just want y'all to kind of start off by telling the people out there how your relationship as, you know, two brothers came together and how did that manifest into actual music collaborations? Okay, we got it. I thought, I thought we, I thought you'd like to tell the story. Oh, yo, about the studio. Like, yeah. yo, it was just one, it was one day I got invited to the studio session. And um, like I got we got there, like it was like in Palisades, Georgetown, or something like that. And when I got there, like I saw Kev, like I see him, I would see him out ever so often. And I was like, oh shit, you know, I'm like, that's that's I'm like that's Kev Brown. Like he over in the corner, he got 2500. He like hunched over, like playing a beat or like playing something. So I'm like, I went over there and I went and I introduced myself. Like we was at the studio session, shout out to DJ Roger. And it was like him and some of his boys. 
they wasn't really doing nothing. I was like, I was like, I'm kind of like at the wild, like, yo, why am I here, yo? I'm about, to, I'm about to leave. So I was talking to Kev, and he let me hear some stuff that he was doing, like on the um NPC. And I was like, yo, this dope. So he enrolled in, he enrolled with one of those, with one of the people there, and like to get to the studio session. And so I'm like, yo, well, I'm about to leave, man. I, I'll drop you off, yo. So I'm like, we got in a car. He didn't really know me like that, but I started playing him beats and like playing him stuff that I I do, you know, because I'm I'm not from DC, but like I, I'm like I'm like a transplant, so you know I'm like learning people and learning the ropes. But I mean, come on, it's Kev Brown. We know who Kev Brown is, yo. So I'm like, yo, so I'm in the car, we talking, we chopping it up, we talking about music, and we sitting in the car for like a while, but it's playing stuff, and like it just started from there. It just, it just started from there. Like, the chemistry was, like, it was, like, right there. Yo, you know, so, yeah, it started it started from that moment, man. That's what's up, man. It's always good to hear, like, a good history story how, you know, two artists have come together. Now, um, in addition to the two of you all, there is a DJ that is listed on not just straight from the pack, but also drum machine tape cassette, right? DJ John Doe. Talk yes. to us a little bit about how he came into the fold, you know, for these two projects. I don't know. Yeah. Jay Sinod got the more, you know. Go ahead, Jay. It's the Jay Sinod show right now. Hold yeah. on. He got, <laughs> Yo, he got nah, the score. Because like, he goes back further with, with John than I do. So I go back. Me and John go back to, like, 99, 2000. Um... Like we go back for like a long time. Like he used to, like I used to manage like artists too. Like a lot of cats I used to manage was like a little bit old, like older than me. So like I would like I would see like what a lot of people was doing, and like you know a lot of other groups was doing, and like even me being an artist, watching what they was doing showed me what not to do. You know what I'm saying? But like he was in this group called called Pathetics, and they was like really dope, and so. Um, I remember at the time, like, that was my first production credit. I would come, like, they were in Atlanta. I was living in Charlotte. Um, so me and my ex, like, my ex-wife at the time, like, we started managing, like, artists. And we were, man like, we were managing them. And so they were, like, they didn't know. I mean, the first time I met them, the first time I met John, we clicked. Because he was... Um, like, like they were playing some of the music, and I got a chance to play them some of my music. They didn't know I was I was doing music. I made beats, and mm. so I was like, "He's a nice DJ. He's dope." So, being so, my connection with him was also my first production friends in the game. Cause I did two beats on that album, and I also did um, I also rhymed. That was like kind of like my introduction to the game. Like, I did production on that album. MF Doom did production on that album. It was a lot of people, so I met a lot of people at that time. So we just kept building. We would go, I would go to Atlanta. We would go digging together. We cut records and all this other stuff. And he was just like, that's my boy. Ever since then, like, I've known him since then. Like, John is like, that's like my DJ. He's become like the DJ for the group. He did, he did all the cuts on my album, the actual heat. Like he's he's family. Like I've known this dude, like I said, since 2000. I introduced him to Kev. I was like, man, this dude nice with the cuts. You need cuts like done. He gonna send them right back. And like he's fam. That's the man. He got a he got a dope podcast too, Southern Vanguard. Shout out to Southern Vanguard. I'm like I'm oh, like the third yeah. of the trio on that. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's my boy. Yeah. Him and Meeks, him and Big Meeks. That's my that's family right there, man. I'm familiar with Southern Vanguard. I, I just never knew who kind of was behind it, but yeah, you every day, man. That's what's up. Shout out to DJ. Yeah. Oh. John Doe. Yeah, John from the show and like Meeks. Like, yeah, they. I'm like the, my name always comes up in that show for like the most random stories. But like, yeah, that's, that's, that's the dude right there. John Doe was the man. Okay. He definitely uh, one of the most uh, efficient, uh, proficient, DJs, you know what I mean? Like when mm. you send them the joints and be like, "Yo, we need some cuts on it." And remember that he was like, "Yo, my wife, but we about to go to the to the hospital. Yeah. My wife about <laughs> yeah. to have a baby, but send me that joint because I could do the cuts real quick." You know what I mean? Like I never had a DJ that turn around. You know what I mean? Is like this. Mm. Like usually DJs, you know, you send them a joint. 
so, you know, and now you you know you can the technology you can send tracks back and forth, and like you know what I mean, you send a joint and it's a while that you know for, for it to come back, but like Jace uh, John Doe is he he's snappy and punchy, you know what I mean? He got the snappy punchy pro style, you know what I mean? He 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 back and forth with it. So, so, so aside from uh, you know, this new album has no guest features. Right. And I know you guys kind of explained, you know, that in the Bandcamp description. Tell me, aside from that, what separates straight from the pack from uh, drum machine tape cassette? Hmm. You go, I what? go, who go? You, you go, go first. that one. You, you go, go first. Now you go. go um, you flip it. You go. Uh, actually, it's. It's it's not too much of a difference, right? Um, but it's just more of, you know, it's it's part two of a movie. You know what I mean? Like it's like okay, Rush Hour two. All oh, these dudes is back again. What they about to get into? You know what I mean? It's it's more of that type of zone. You know what I mean? Or like an Empire Strikes Back. Like you seen Star Wars, you know all the characters. Now this is part two. Like what what adventure they going on? You know what I mean? Like. And as far as like presentation wise and, and, you know, it's taking it up another notch. I hope that people hear that in the, in, in the music, you know what I mean? And in the whole production of everything, you know what I mean? Um, also the mentality of just like when we writing, at least, you know, I, we talked, me and Jay talked about all this. We talked about this album way more than the last album. The, the last album was, was like, Oh, these joints is tight. Okay, you made a beat. What? Let's do it. You know what I mean? And it was it was, it just was cracking. You know what I mean? It was tight. But this album, I felt like it need to be more. You know, the the lyrics got to be. You know, I pay. I, not like I didn't pay attention before, but I I really really it wasn't just like yo, I'm nice with it. You know what I mean? Every joint, it got to be some type of. You got to say something in there, even if it ain't super deep enough, and say something. You know, to make you think about something else than, you know, shooting people or, uh, you know what I mean? Like the usual rap box, you know what I mean? That gets, you know, lyrics, you know, a lot of rappers to stick to, especially now, you know what I mean? So, I know. And, and it was just a whole, more notes were involved, if you know what I mean? And more yeah. just like, you know what I mean? Just more, more EPMD, more Wu-Tang, more... You know what I mean? It, it's got to be more. The Superman too. You got to have. You know what I mean? It's Michael Bay. You got to have more explosions and stuff going on. It got to be more. You know what I mean? They got to be better. Even you know what I mean? I'm I'm rambling, but it's all the stuff I'm saying is all these adjectives. You know what I mean? It got to be that. You know what I mean? The next the next joint. Once we started working on it, and it started really being, you know, because at at first. I was like, oh, this ain't going to be good as the first album. I don't know. It was the first couple of songs we worked on. And then we started doing more. And I was like, oh, this joint going to be tight. You know what I mean? And started sparking more ideas to add stuff in. When you hit a clean version, it's a clean version floating around that oh, really? got even, even more like special Sound effects effect. and stuff thrown in and stuff. You know what I mean? We didn't, I didn't have time. You know what I mean? We didn't have time. We had to turn the album in uh before i did the clean version you know what i mean so the, right. the original is just rugged and raw blah but the clean version got extra special you know what i mean wow. cgi special effects in what will that uh ever be available officially for people to pick up the clean version probably we probably put it on, on Bandcamp or something cool cool that's what's up i noticed the album has a lot of moments where like especially like in the intro of a number of different tracks, you hear like a little ad-libbing or background, <clears> like <throat> you hear Jay talking in the background. And I, I, I know that sometimes when you listen to music, you miss those elements if you're not like really listening closely. But um, I think it, it, it makes up the overall sound. So I, I thought that was clever that you guys, you know, use that kind of ambiance in the actual, you know, in different tracks. Um, Thanks, man. Thank no, you. No, no doubt. Yeah, all that stuff is on purpose. Like, you know, just like if you right. listen to it in the headphones, you can hear 
certain stuff like happening left and right, you know. Indeed. So tell me a little bit, why did y'all decide to go with no guest features on this album? Because I mean, the uh, you know, Drum Machine Tape set had some really heavy features on it, you know. Um, what what was the um reasoning for that? Like omitting the guest features. More EPMD. Okay. Yo. Yeah, I mean to be honest with you, we didn't really more, need it. more more Ray and Ghost. Yeah, it was like more Ray and Ghost. We really didn't need it. It was like, yo, it was us, beat machines, like like drum machines, beats, and like records, and like yo, it we we yo, we really didn't need it. Like I was talking about who's gonna be the guest. There was certain people who was supposed to be guests on yeah. the album. And not Jay so wanted guests. Jay was like, let's get some. I was like, every time he would come with a guest, I'd be like, nah, man, come on. Like, so it's supposed like, yeah, to be we... EPMD. Like, you know what I mean? It's supposed to be. We did, the, we did that last time, and that's nice. But let's make a statement. And you know what I mean? And we Eric didn't need it. This joint, you know what I mean? Word up. And we, and like, and it came out, it came out dope. Cause like I said, yo, we really didn't need nothing. Like it's straight from the pack. We're not doing what everybody else doing. We're doing it's something easy, totally it's different. easier. It's easier doing it that way to because you don't gotta wait for people to come over and uh, 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 yo, what time can you come up? Uh, 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 like right. it's just it's more concentrated and we get more stuff done. You know what I mean? You know, when I thought about it, I was like, cause I'm wondering if cause you guys re- when did y'all record this album? Was it pretty much in 2020? Mm. Yeah, nah. it was last year. It was 2020. Nah. It. Last year. Nah, it was like, I mean, it was early. It was, it was 2019. It was the end of 2019, right? Yeah. And then yeah, into because, 2020. Okay. Because we was then, we we had the whole album done like right right before COVID hit. Okay. It was like all the vocals was done. Remember, we had all like, the vocals much, done. You had we had one session. You know what I mean, because my lady was out of town, it was like, come through, bye. We could get this done. You know what I mean? And and we got all the vocals done. But then after that, it was interludes and you know, extra, you know, stuff after that. Mixing it and stuff. We didn't have it mixed enough. But all the all our raps and stuff was done. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. We had like we did the interludes and like a lot of we did interludes and like a lot of the mixing, like over over Zoom. Kel was like, yo, because it was in the middle of the pandemic, we was on lockdown. And right, Kel was right. like, yo, we could do it on Zoom. Because what was it? It was Bilal, right? We saw, like, he showed Bilal. me, Kev showed me, like, oh, uh, that's right. You know, the single, you remember the single, you know, the single Bilal? Yeah. Yo, Kev showed me a video of the single Bilal. Bilal put out an EP, an album, and he recorded yeah, it through, yeah, he recorded it through Zoom. And we, I was like, what the fuck? You can record an album through Zoom? So we, yo, so Kev figured out, Kev figured out the matrix, hit me up. Yeah. He was like, yo, we're gonna mix these some of these joints through Zoom. And I was like, what? And yo, he showed it to me, and like the, the boards and everything was on the screen. I was like, yo, this shit is some next level shit. Nice. So we had we finished, we did we did some of it through Zoom, and like yo, we were since we were sending each other stuff back and forth. I was still coming up with interludes. And everything I was sending Kevin in lieu because by that time I used to record at his crib, but by that time I bought my equipment because they had shit to do on the fucking crib. I'm like, I need my own stuff. So we, I just started figuring things out and I was sending Kev and like boom, we had something. Yo, we had it. It's like Yeah, because it was that it was, we uh, was ready. Yeah. Yeah, the um it sounded like out. the audio is chopped a little bit. Um yeah. I don't know if I don't know if it like what if you might need to come back in again, but it, it doesn't do it all the time, but it, it fluctuates like it comes back and forth. Okay, hey, I sound I sound all right. You sound good right there. Yeah. All right, all right, cool. All right. Uh where were we? Uh we was talking about uh I forgot. Oh, uh, you were talking about recording via Zoom. Oh yeah, that's right. Cause it was um the uh yo, shout out to Slot Funk Dust. That's what I wanted to say. Cause he showed me. You know what I mean? I was Teddy Riley with the joint. I was struggling. And he was like, yo, you got to do this. Hit this button here. Oh, oh, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was Uncle Cav for a minute. Um, struggling with, you know, kind of like we was doing earlier. With, um, 
doing the pre setup with it. With this. that's why it took thirty minutes. Cause you know what I mean, brothers, it's old. That was old. That was that's old. What? Where is it? Where? Where is that? Where is it? You know what I mean? We got to get through that phase, and then and then here we are. You know what I mean? So shout out to Slot Funk Dust. He showed me they do the beat, uh, the the battle live joints, and they they on Zoom all the time. You know what I mean? So he was like, "Yo, I hit him on DM. Like, yo, show me the Zoom joint, cause I'm trying. You know what I mean? My lady was mad. You know what I mean? It, it was real." You know what I mean? Yo, Jason and I had a spin out in on the way here one time on Snake Road. We we leaving stuff out. I'm I'm paraphrasing everything right now. But it was a lot yeah, of man. uh there's a lot of, of stuff, you know, there's some drama that happened during the album and stuff. But like it took a lot to make this, you know, make this right. happen. When we first started recording, I had a like a Bluetooth speaker and you know what I mean? Remember when we first was recording, Jay? I had the Bluetooth speaker and like <laughs> Like you know what I mean? the the Yo, the mics sounded jacked up. You know what I mean? Like it was crazy. I ain't had no monitors. It was you know what I mean? It was ragtime out here. We was we was, we was recording it. it. We was recording it then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. On the glass table, had the joint set up on the glass table. Like your mama, like at your mama's house or some shit. You know what I mean? Like straight up. Well it came out, but look what but look what we made. Look what we made, yo. Yeah, I basically built while well, I was building the this, this studio back up while we was, you know, he came over one day and there was a studio in here. Oh, oh, studio in here. You know what I mean? Okay, at first, because we was like, the TV was here and the glass table was here. And we was like, all right, the Bluetooth, check the mic, hold the mic like this. You know what I mean? It was a lot of that going on. Yeah, it was. Wow. So, one of the things that's dope about your collabo projects is that. You guys are splitting the production, right? And you guys are also splitting the rhymes. How'd you all figure out which songs you each would produce on the album? Was there like a formula to the selection? Nah, it was like the beat sound dope. He gonna rhyme on it. Or I'm gonna rhyme on it. That's it. Like it wasn't like one thing about this album. Like pretty much like this album and last album. Like if it was a beat, we gonna rhyme on it. Like. He brought his A game. I brought my A game. A lot of some of the beats got made like right on the spot. You know, like it wasn't no filler. It was probably like the only filler was I make a I made a beat one time, but I think I was bent. I was drunk. <laughs> like that was only, but we could still use it as an interlude. But like everything that we made, we pretty much like, okay, that's dope. We're gonna rock on that. Like everything he like, I'm like, that's dope. We're gonna rock on that. But like that's that's cause that that's chemistry. That's the chemistry we got. Yeah, some some I, I must admit some some beats that Jason and I came with was a little unorthodox and and it was a challenge to to write to him. But once you I'm get into Jay, once you get into Jason I, I zone, though, it's like oh, okay. Sometimes I would be like, how you know how would Jay approach this beat a little? You know what I mean? If you hear the uh, the leave it to the pros, it's more uh, loose. It's a more stream of thought. Bobbity boop, the bobbity boop, you know what I mean? Like, just like throwing, you know, I'd say Jack and the Beanstalk, you know what I mean? Wild, you know what I mean? Get my ghost face on, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, so it's that, that type of vibe that we throw at each other, you know what I mean? It's, it's, um, Jay adds that to it, you know what I mean? Dope, dope. So, um, Kev. You reference Mad Lib and Jay Diller's J Lib on Siberian Summer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I have to say, there's not a lot of records or a lot of projects that move in that spirit or move in that path, right? Of two producers rhyming over beats. Was your collaborations inspired in any way by J Lib? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, that's what's up. What What was some of the tracks that um you know or the the essence of J Lib or any tracks that you um you know that that you guys plugged into for the inspiration? I know me personally, like the um like listen to J Lib, it would probably be like songs like um like the mission. Mm. It's a re it, like the mission like. That beat is just so, 
so fucking dope. It's weird. The strings going in and out. It was the mission. It was the um champion sound. Like the mm. what? Right. What? Like something like mostly pretty much all that album. I listened to that. I I went back and listened to that a lot. I listened to like Rough Draft a lot. Right. And I listened, I went back and listened to like um Unfinished Business, like EPMD, like a lot of different albums. And like I think we we both did, but like yeah, that J Live joint was like, I like I got to dig, like I got a lot of records, so I was like I got to dig harder. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, that was a, that was a big influence. The J Lib and the, the uh, Mad Villain. You know I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, big. Uh, not even just certain. You know, the joints is rocking. Like you can't really pick a song. You know what I mean, yeah. it's joints. Um, even before he passed, you know, we was working on this. Even the first drum machine tape cassette was in that zone. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, that was the reference to go to because it was like, you know, that's Paul McCartney, Michael Jackson. Like you know what I mean? Another, like that's the, you know what I mean? Another thing too about this album, like when I made my beats and like listening to what Kev was doing, like the zone that I was really in, like the first album was like. Our people extinctive travels like the track or quest first album, but this shit we skipped low end theory. You went to like Midnight Marauders. Like I was like, like I was really in my low end theory, like Midnight Marauders shit. I was like, yo, this shit right here, the drum. Like I'm not like the way I approached it was like I'm not playing around. I ain't I'm not fucking around with this shit. And so when I heard what he was doing with the beats, I was like. He, well, we on the same wavelength. He knows he, yo, he on it. He on the same wavelength I'm, I'm on. Like so, like there's something about this album. Like sonically, like we were both on the same on the same page. The last album we was on the same page, but this one right here, just just it's just me and him. Yo, it's just like, shh, it ain't nothing like it. It was it ain't nothing like this album, you know. And you know what's dope about it is it. You know, just like Jay Lib, it has just this kind of like a freestyle flow to it. It's like it's it's just raw beats, raw rhymes. Yeah. No, no real like how you say, no real like calculation. Even though you guys got some pretty, you know, clever lines there, which I want to talk to y'all about, but it it just seems like it's just raw, you know, rhymes over beats. You know what I'm saying? That just you know doing it and going with the flow. You know what I mean? So I could I could feel that vibe with that too. So yeah, we, we uh, try thank to you, keep, man. It, thank keep you. it raw as possible. That's we wanted it. Uh, you know what I mean? Strictly hardcore b boy. You know what I mean? That's that's a genre of music. You know what I mean? That in my brain. You know what I mean? Indeed. So Kev, on high standards, you um you have a line that really really um you know I you know you know one of those lines when you just stop you like oh man that was dope the way it sounded. Um, it's a line where you said you stood in the same room as Stevie, and I'm assuming it's Stevie Wonder. What was the experience like? And by chance, did he impart any wisdom on you? Ooh, that would have been tight. Um, <laughs> but nah, that's like when I say I stood in the same room, I literally stood in the same room. I didn't talk or nothing. You know I mean? It was at NAM, you know what I mean? And like it was like a big crowd and it was like, yo, Stevie Wonder over here. And he was like, really? Like, nah, 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 nah. he was with the synthesizers and stuff, just tinkering around, you know what I mean? And it was just like people with their phones out, uh, you know what I mean? I was just there like, wow. I wanted to yo. be like, Stevie, I love you, you know what I mean? But I was like, I was just trying to be chill. It was one of those moments like, damn, Stevie Wonder right here, you could reach out and touch him, but the bodyguards would have, Broke your whole joint down, you know what I mean? Like he was right there. It's crazy. Yo, you know what I mean? You know what? I just thought about something. Yo, <laughs> I saw Stevie one that Trader Joe's, right? <laughs> Yo, with his bodyguards on 14th Street, and I'm like, everybody was going crazy, going eight shit. This Stevie one, I'm thinking, okay, Stevie one, everybody going crazy. I'm thinking Stevie one, the Cosby Show, old old episode and shit. Niggas is going crazy. He had that. He had that. That whole like that whole interaction. Like you know, thinking about Stevie Wonder. I just thought about it. I'm like, Stevie Wonder was there, but the whole time, all I could think about was like, damn, yo, I wish he moved so I could go and get these damn strawberries. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> he was with his security damn. guards too. I was like, oh man, 
Yo, I, I think he's. I think he got a Stevie, crib. Yeah, he, he got a house out here. He got a crib here in DC. Probably yeah, got yeah. More, more than one house out here, probably. Yeah, crazy, crazy. But like, just seeing him in like, in Trader Joe's was like the wildest shit ever. Yo, that shit was crazy as fuck. Wow. Word up, and then also the you know shook uh shook hands with the grandma. All of that that stuff happened at Nam. You know what I mean? And I was writing that stuff. That I had went to Nam in that that January or whenever Nam was that year, and uh, that was my first time going to to Nam, and it was like yo, you know what I mean? Like you look around and it's crazy, you know, Lord Finesse. Oh oh, Lord Finesse. Like what you doing? What you doing out here? You know what I mean? Like, Breakbeat Lou out there. Oh what's up? Like you know what I mean? Like and but seeing Grandma, you know, Grandmaster Flash. You know what I mean? Shook his hand. Just before COVID, you know what I mean? Like shook his hand, like, and it wasn't like no crazy. It was just like, wow, it's a um, you know, it felt like some Jedi ish. Just like, wow, I shook hands with Grandmaster. You know what I mean? Like, so that's what it was. You know, put that in the rhymes, in the hip hop form. You know what I mean? To make it sound cooler, maybe yeah. than it actually was. But it was cool to me. You know, what I mean? it's like going to Comic Con. And seeing uh Mark Hamill, you know what I mean? Like, oh, oh, you know what I mean? Like, oh snap, you know what I mean? It's crazy. Dope, dope. High standards is definitely one of my favorite tracks. If probably if not my favorite track on the album, I was just kind of curious to know like what kind of element you had to be in. I mean, both of y'all, because y'all both have some pretty um, how you say, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, kind of like retrospective rhymes, right? Like that kind of reflective. Is, yeah, that's the word. Like reflective, you know, deep, you know, looking back. Nostalgic. Nostalgic. Yeah. yeah. Got it. So, like, I'm always curious to know, like, how do you get into that mind frame for certain tracks? Was it the beat that kind of spoke with you? Like, how did y'all get into that mindset lyrically for that track? I would say... um like I left that record like at Kev's crib, like the record he got it from, and I didn't know I didn't know what he was gonna do with it. And so, um, next thing you know, like I came back and I came back over there, and like he had, he had a beat. I think he had his vocals already on it. No, he sent it to me. He had his vocals and he had the beat already made. And I was like, damn, like what am I gonna say with this with this record? So I wrote all my all my um my rhymes down and you know it just it, everything just meshed. It was like chemistry was there. So like as soon as I heard like the beat, I was like, this beat don't sound like nothing on the album. And I was like, yo, oh, is, it was this record? I like I'm I must I missed this part. I don't even I didn't even know that was even on that record. And so yeah, when I heard it, I heard he was saying. So I know I just knew I had to come with, I had to come with something because I'm like yo Kev like yo Kev got this started he started it off right he just passed me the baton on the beat so yeah that's like high standards is one of my favorite songs. my songs my favorite songs fluctuate like every week and that's like my favorite song like this week yo right. like you know what I'm saying I love that song man it don't like I said it don't sound like nothing else on the album yeah it does all. yeah it's definitely a standout. Um, so I definitely, um, as you guys can see, like, I'm, I really pay attention to lyrics. So, um, I, I want to, you know, talk about some more quotables on the album, particularly that track. So this is your turn, Jay Sinide. Um, you have a line where you say, I was told work hard in every session, work harder than most others in my profession. Pretty, uh, powerful line, right? Uh, I'm just curious to know, like, where did you get that advice from? And how did you overcome the challenge uh, that a task like that brings? Like, I was told that from, like, all my OGs who, like, rhymed before me, like, I grew up with. All of my OGs, all the older gods, like, I would go to Parliament, all the older gods would, like, be rapping, like, in the cypher and stuff like that. So they will always tell other younger cats, like, you know, I got to rhyme harder. Y'all got to do this. Y'all are like the next generation, the next school. So I was always told that, like, you know, just keep going. Like, keep with, keep it with these rhymes. Whatever you doing, 
like the style you got like perfected like you know down to a science you know and so you know they would drop degrees and stuff like that so i'm just they would always just tell me like you know make sure like yo you you, you stand true to yourself and so and always always work hard and i do that to this day like if i'm working like if i'm writing something for somebody the lines yo whatever it's got to be it's got to be on point it's got to be right and exact right right yeah indeed, indeed. and how did how did it get because you know that's that's a that's a line that when you think about it it's almost easier said than done until you actually start you know experiencing it right so how did you get to the 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 place where um you actually had to overcome that right um as you say um work harder than most others in my profession i'm just editing your the n-word <laughs> uh, oh yeah 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 hold on oh, yo can we get curse on this show i've been cursing it's all good it's good you you can i, I just choose not to but you guys okay you, cool 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 like yeah. yo i'll just I don't know. It's, it's like the beat just took me. The beat just took me somewhere. Like that was like, it was a very introspective like rhyme. Yeah. But it was like one of the easiest rhymes like I ever wrote. Mm. Like like I said, like I've I'm always been like a student of like the true school, like true MCs, a student of like Rakim, or, like G raps of like you know like some of some of the greatest and like sometimes when i write rhymes when i made that rhyme i was like okay i can't disappoint them you know uh, what i'm saying like, i can't disappoint them and then i'm listening to like what kev wrote like you know he came he came with it he's standing in the room with these great people I'm like yo i want to stand in that room too so you know what i gotta come with it i gotta yeah. let knowledge be born i gotta come with it i gotta really like come with it on these rhymes but yeah man it was like like just listening to that, like it was so like I said, like I said, it was so introspective, but it was so easy, easy to write. And so when I finished writing it and like it was record like we recorded, I listened back to it, I was like, nah, that ain't me. That ain't me. Like, no, who is like who is that? It was like yo, it was it was a very it's a it was a very dope like rock to me, like, you know, cause it's the way I feel. And then like, you know, it's the way I feel about a lot of things. Like, you know, I was like, you should start rhyming and start a stamp collection. I feel that like about a lot of people. They should do that. No, it's so crazy you just said that because that was the next line I was going to ask you about. <laughs> Yo, uh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it, that was that was personal. It's, that's a personal line. Okay, okay. Because, you know, like I said, I'm a lyric head, so sometimes I'll hear stuff and I'll be like, man, I kind of wish he, I knew kind of what he meant by that, you know what I'm saying? But if it's personal, that's cool. We we leave. No, that. no, like when I say personal, like I hope like certain people understood that shit. Like, yo, we don't need you to rhyme. Like some people don't need to rhyme. Yo, some we need more managers. <laughs> we need more producers. We might we we need more people behind the scenes. You should start rhyming and start a stand place. Do something else. Yo, do something else in this game or do something else that you might be better at because you ain't good at rhyming shit. That's Same. how I see it. Yeah. That's Same how I saw it. Broke up. Explain it and again. I was like, I was like, when I when I made that rhyme, I was like, yo, I was thinking like, we need more, we need more managers, we need more people, like, we need more studio heads, we need more people in the industry. Yo, everybody can't rhyme, yo. Like, some of y'all should have stopped, maybe do something else. Yo, this rhyme shit ain't for you. That's how I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I dig it. I dig it. Um, so. It's 2021, and I imagine that, you know, in 2019, it was a whole different ball game in terms of the promotion of drum machine tape cassette because we weren't in the pandemic. Um, how do you uh, guys plan uh, to roll out the promotion for Straight From The Pack in 2021, despite not being able to talk? Okay, you want to go down? I guess it's my turn. Um, at at this point, I'm just thinking just, you know, social media, make videos. Yeah, man, we've been, if you go to our Instagrams and I've been putting mad videos up on my, my YouTube channel, I'm not really a YouTuber, but you know, it's, my channel is not monetized because I, you know, samples and stuff, but, uh, I use it as commercial, you know what I mean? To promote stuff. And, uh, 
you know, so far it's been working pretty well. Um, we put put out mad promotional stuff, reviews, cracking, you know what I mean? Shout out to Cam Malone, did a nice review. I just put that up today. We dropping mad videos, you know what I mean? We got two videos out right now. For both of the singles, we dropped two singles. We got a video for each single. Um, oh. And uh, the blogs is cracking and picking up stuff, you know what I mean? So DJs is playing it. Shout out to, you know, Premiere and, you know. Yeah. DJ Clips, lesson. you know what I mean? Um, Tony Touch. Yeah. Yeah. A so lot go ahead. of the- go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead, Jay. Oh, no, I'm like a lot of people have been like reaching out like about this album, like especially like a lot of DJs here, a lot of DJs in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to a lot of DJs in Japan. So like we've yeah, we we pretty much we've done our homework a lot. That's all I want to say. They're at Matic, shout out to DJ Matic and the Beat Jones. Yeah, a lot of the people. So, Kev, I wanted to ask you about the good, the good project that you put out last year. I got a chance to listen to it because I went to your website and copped it. I uh, appreciate it. No doubt. And I really liked it. I thought it was dope. Uh, but I'm gonna ask this question for the fans out there, right? The you know, I'm sure not maybe not diehard fans, because the diehard fans probably bought it, but you know, just the general fans out there. Is there a possibility that that project um, will be available on Bandcamp or, you know, another way for people to actually, you know, because I think it was only like one snippet that was on your IG or whatever. And I kind of took, I, I I bought it on some like, yo, I think it's going to be dope. You know what I'm saying? Because fill in the blank was my joint. You know what I'm saying? And then you put out another joint right after fill in the blank. I'm forgetting the name of it. So I'm like, I kind of know what I'm getting when it comes to cab, but just, as the general fan out there, um, is there going to be a possibility for people to, you know, you know, hear projects like that on um, on Bandcamp, or at least maybe three songs that they could, you know, stream and before they decide to buy it? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I, I plan, you know, in the future to do that. But just with the, a lot of the recent projects I've been doing, it's just like a... Um, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like you just said, like, it's like, who's really with me? You know what right. I mean? Like, uh, let me just try this. It's not like I'm gonna do it all the time, you know. But you got to try different things out. Like, we got this project that's with Fat Beats and the Rap Winkle and stuff. And then I'll just randomly drop something on a Thursday on my website. You know what I mean? Like, so I got the power to do all that. So, you know, it's just one of those things. So to make people gravitate towards my website. And you might, you might buy that and be like, "Oh, he got T-shirts. Let me see what else he got here." You know what I mean? So it's just a, um, you know, just something to add on. You know what I mean? And a lot of people don't know I have merchandise other than, you know what I mean? It's it's more than just MP3s out here. It's like it's it's stuff you can like. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, you know hold on, hold on, don't don't hurt him, Hammer. Don't don't look out. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you know, it's 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 you know, so it's merchandise and other things out here, and I'm always a big proponent of doing. You know, when we shoot videos, I'm trying to wear somebody's stuff in it to promote. If if somebody give me something free, I'm a you know I'm gonna try oh, to like promote that and and, that's what's up. and try to try to big them up also. Um, so that's that's pretty much the formula of, of that there. You know what I mean? Dope, dope. So back to another line. On the first verse of Cutlass Supreme, Kev, you have a line where you say, yeah, I built it up, but I ain't built it right. Burnt many a bridge with no drizzle in sight. Surprised I'm getting any type of invites. I could tell you a thing or two about infights. Without bars. going through, bars, right? Without <laughs> going too much in detail. Um, Don DeMarco. Okay, um, kind of give us some um, uh, some insight on what what you was feeling in, in that line and even in that verse because that was a pretty deep verse. You know what I mean? Like you 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 go introspective again. You know, so like um like tell me kind of what you were going through when you were penning that that line and and like I said, even the verse that first verse of Cutlass Supreme. Well, that's pretty much like a lot of that is pretty much literally how I was feeling at the time. Mm-hmm. Cause I was around, you know, that I had a moment 
when I was like, I'm retiring. You know what I mean? And it was, uh, you know, that was my mentality mm. like at that time. Like it was like, what, you know, what am I doing? You know what I mean? Like it was mm. one of those, you know, I think I might've had a midlife crisis. You know what I mean? It was a lot of stuff happening. Uh, you know what I mean? Around that time. So, uh, it all went into that. You know what right. I mean? It's written mad personal. And at the same time, it's super hip hop because I was trying to like kick the flow right. You know what right. I mean? I was trying to, you know what I mean? Uh, get my Q tip tribe on. You know what I mean? Um, uh, but still have fun with it, but still be, you know, talk about myself in a, not in in a usual hip hop way, I guess you would say. Got um, it. In a more grown, mature, you know, uh, you know, you look back, take inventory, and be like, "What what's going on here?" You know what I mean? And this was before COVID. You know what I mean? It's just regular life. You know what I mean? Um, so that you know, that's what it was. The the beat kind of like said that. Once Jay was like, "Let's rap on this," it was like, "All right, I don't know." You know what I mean? I guess most people might have did a chick joint on that joint or something. Because um, it got the chick singing in it. For those in love. You know what I mean? Like the stuff. But I was like, uh, strictly hardcore b-boy. We still got to, like, it got to be hip-hop, but it still got to be mature. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, even if it's not a chick joint, it could still be something that is more emotion in it than yeah, a yeah. usual, less braggadocious and more talking about yourself as a real person you know what i mean right right right. wow so um also on cutlass supreme you say repeatedly at the end of the first verse recognize differences make dividends mental defense success the best revenge recognize differences make dividends mental defense success the best revenge 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 with the echo on it oh and 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 you you know really emphasize it you know what i mean so explain how that line actually equates to eventual success well recognize differences you gotta like you know what i mean you gotta be like i'm this way this other person or life is like the you know like you 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 square up and figure out what's going on you know what i mean recognize differences make dividends make dividends make money just you know that's it. Yeah, you, you out here living life, you gotta make you know I me mean? success the best revenge. Like make you know, make dividends. Don't not just like make money is the best, you know. That's not right. what I'm saying. Success is the best revenge. Whatever you picture success as, you know, make you know, make that. And that was a shout out to, you know, it's a clothing line called um the best revenge. And I was giving them a shout out also because they make the dope t shirts and stuff. Oh, dope. But that's dope. that's a deep cut, but you know. Yeah, yeah I didn't even know that. I didn't really catch, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I wouldn't catch that it's also a shout out to a clothing line. So that's dope to kind of have you talk about that here. Yeah, if we shoot a video, maybe I can wear the shirt and then you can, it'll tie in and I can tag them on Instagram. And then Makes sense. Everybody, oh, you know. Because we did, the, we did the, the, the video, but it's uh clips and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can still do another video. Okay, dope. So, Jay, um, you also have a line on Cutlass Supreme where you say, Get money ninjas never stop and make memes. Get out my dreams. Get in my car, Josephine. Can you break down the meaning of the line? Is another one. Oh, of get money. Like when I grew up, when I grew up and like I guess like when I grew up and like the people that I know, like there was really out here getting money and stuff like that. I still getting money right now. They don't stop and do little corny stuff and like post memes. They ain't all on in, on the internet and stuff like that. They out here really doing stuff, you know. It's like that's the kind of people that I know. They out here really doing it. So I was like, get money, niggas never stop to make memes. They cause they don't stop to make memes. They out here getting money, getting in my car. Yeah, I guess like the whole get out of my dreams, get in my car, Josephine. I'm like, you know, I know a bad, I know a bad girl named Josephine. I would, I, I want her to get in my car. Like, yo, I, I really do know Josephine, yo. Country fair girl. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, come get in the car. So yo, that's that's I just like in my verse, Kev was going deep in his, I approached it like a nice and smooth song. Like Kev was really, he was he was really talking. I approached it like sometimes around slow, sometimes around quick. 
because Kel was really, he had some deep stuff he was talking about on his verse. And my verse, I used to, some, for some reason, I was sitting there and I was looking at the words, I was looking at Supreme. I was on the site with Supreme. I was like, damn, I could never get that shit like when it dropped. Like it's the Supreme stuff. So the word Supreme, I just kept using the word Supreme. If you notice in my verse, every start, every start of the bar is the word Supreme. Like mm-hmm. a love, like I was like a slug Supreme, a love Supreme, you know what I'm saying? Sorcerer Supreme, like Dr. Strange. Yeah, I was I kept using the word supreme. So the last supreme I used was Cutler Supreme. I was like, bam, that's the name of the song. <laughs> that's the name of the song. I'm a very abstract type person, yo. That's pretty dope, man. That's pretty dope. So I see Kev uh, said he'll be right back. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I guess I'll ask you this question, Jay. Sure. Um, what would you say? Because I know you guys kind of started off 2021 with this collabo project, again, the follow-up to uh, Drum Machine Tape Cassette. Um, but what's on the agenda for your solo career? And I'll ask, you know, Kev about his solo. Like, what's what's next? Because I think you got a project coming out, right? You got your own solo. I got, I got a few things coming out. Like, this album, like, I started my own label. And this album mm-hmm. is the first... Is the first, um, I guess, like first thing I put out on this on this label. A label, the label is called Static King, and like Static King Records slash like Fat Beats. I had I got a situation with Fat Beats, and so this album was like like the the the, the, the jump off from yeah. that. I think it was a great jump off. It's a dope ass. It's a dope ass album. Next album I have after this, I work. I just finished the album with. I'm sorry, Jay. Say it again. You broke up again, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was like, I think this is like a dope jump off because this is like this album was like a great springboard for like my label. I started a label with um called Static King Records. Static mm. King is also my publishing company, but like I, I always thought it was a dope name because like it's kind of like the word Static King. Like when I, I was growing up, when I was I would make beats. Mm. A lot of my beats is real dusty and dirty. And like a lot of people I knew coming up, they was always like, "Ah oh, man, nobody don't want to hear that. These beats sound like these ain't industry beats." And I, I was like, "What is an industry? What does that mean?" They was like, "You don't make industry beats. Like nobody's ever gonna want to hear that." Now these people ain't doing nothing right now, so like I'm doing like a lot of stuff. So they were like, "Yo, you're the king of this. Like these dirty at these dirty beats. Why you beat so dirty?" So I was like, "I, right, I'll come up. I'm gonna call the Static King." And that name always stuck with me, so I kept it. And like, like I said, I have a situation with Fat Beats, and um, they, you know, what I'm saying like they like what I was doing, and I let them hear the album, and so this was like a good springboard, like for the label and for both for both of us, yo. So it was the, it was a good look. I also got like a project coming out real soon with a producer out in L.A. Um, named Body Bag Ben. And like it's him on the beats, and like I'm taking a break, and I can just rhyme on it. And that album features like myself, um, some friends of mine, um, Rashid Chappelle, Napoleon the Legend, um, Rome Streets, and that'll be out real soon. That's the next thing after this one. And also have an album with a dope producer in the DMV in our area called Jacques Retro. So mm. I'm working on an album with him. Like a project with him and also putting out an instrumental album with him on my label. So yeah, man, I'm like, it's a few things. I got my own albums coming out too. I, I got an EP coming out called um it's called Living in Large Buildings. So nice. look out look out for all of that. Like a lot of a lot of guest appearances. A lot. A lot. That's what's up, man. Man, it's it's loaded for you, man. Uh, you know, lots of releases coming. I'm I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, man. Uh, Dope, dope. So, Kev, I, you know, uh, when you went away, I was asking Jay, but I'll ask you the question now. Like, what's on the agenda for you as far as your, you know, solo projects? I mean, you always putting out stuff, but kind of to yeah. give people a hint into what's in store for 2021 following, um, you know, Straight From The Pack. Well, I just finished a, a vinyl campaign for the Untitled Project. Um, mm. It came out. You know, speaking of band, you know, we dropped that on. I dropped that on Bandcamp in 2019, and it's on, you know, Spotify and all, you know, streaming outlets. But 
you know, wanted to drop it on vinyl. I was looking at different avenues to do it. And uh, this one seemed like the best one at this juncture in time. So uh, the big thanks to everybody out there because the fans are, are the ones that really, you know, people bought the album. It's basically you pre-ordered the album and you, you know, you get a certain quota of pre-orders and the album gets pressed up. So that might be a formula that I'll be using, you know, for more stuff in the future. Um, other than that, you know, there's more stuff coming. I don't have everything planned out. I don't, I don't, I'm not Jay Sana with it. I don't have, I don't, I don't work like that. You know what I mean? I might make a project tomorrow, you know what I mean? And be like, and put it out next week or something. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's as it comes, I get the inspiration and do stuff. You know what I mean? So. Indeed, indeed. Oh yeah, writing, yeah. Raps is, writing raps and stuff ain't really my biggest thing. You know what I mean? So I, I, a lot of people been hitting me to kick rhymes on stuff. So, you know what I mean? I've, I've been doing that a little bit. Um, but other than that, we're going to see how it goes. I'm been selling beats. Last year I did like three beat sales. You know what I mean? And uh, oh. shout out to everybody that bought some beats. You're getting some Kev Brown beats in your life. Hopefully it injects some, some different music into the culture. You know what I mean? Um, as well as generate money for myself. Um, Indeed. But, um, you know, other than that, we keeping it moving. You know what I mean? More projects. We might, me and Jay might do another joint. It might be, you know, a trilogy. You might do a trilogy one day. Have it all. You can listen to all three back to back, like the yeah. Marvel movies. You know what I mean? And, and just listen to all three. Get your Star Wars on, you know? <laughs> Yo, uh, I, I, had, know. I had one more thing, too. Sure. Like, next week, um, next Friday, the 20 on next Friday, the 29th, my debut album, Actual Heat, will be come back out. Is it got repressed on Fat Beats and like Static King, so it'll be back out and it'll be for sale like starting next next Friday. So it'll be, it'll be in stores, it'll be worldwide. Like, um, yeah, I'm just I'm just looking, I'm just looking forward to that. I'm, I'm happy about that. And, Want to share that also? That's it. And I'm a part of that too because I'm kicking the rap. He mixed it on that joint. I bought the whole joint, so I'm, I, you know, what I mean, I mixed it. My name on the credits, so I'm out here. We out here doing yeah. stuff. You know I mean? Can't escape. Yeah. You can't escape, Kev Brown, son. I'm out There's here. No escaping. It's no escaping us. No escaping us. You know what's so dope about you guys as a as a duo? Like, um, when I listen to your music, like you know, when I listen to Drum Machine Tape Cassette or Straight from the Pack. Without me even seeing the production credits, I can't tell who is who. You guys sound similar. You know, like, I, I, I know, beats, like, yeah. this sound like Kev. And, you know, I, I wonder how much um, you guys play off of each other in terms of being inspired by um, each other's production sound. Because you guys, you know, it, it sounds similar. I mean, you guys got your unique thing, but, you know, yeah. I definitely yeah, when, the, um, when when Whenever yeah. it's like the connection, it's, uh, yeah. it's a different sound. Than the mm -hmm. usual, uh, you know, I'm already whenever Jason and I I'm like, yo, let's do some stuff. I'm like, all right, take whatever I think out. You <laughs> know what I mean? Automatically, because I don't know what you know what I mean. Like the, the grand prize winners, um, that was out. You know, that joint was like, like I was like, all right, um. All right. And John Doe was like, yo, this joint rocking. He had a cosign. I was like, all right, I gotta figure out a right to this. You know what I mean? Like it was a real well, he situation. Killed it. He, he said it off. He said it off right. John put the dope face scratching in it up the Rayquan, Julio and Glacius. Yo, Kev said it off right. He yeah. said that joint off right. Yo, Premier played that joint last night. I was like, ah, ah that's it. That's it. That's it. Right. That's crazy. Yeah, that was, you know, it, it's, you know, it, the the stuff that the skeleton stuff, y'all don't see the, the you know what I mean? Like, okay, what we going to do? You know what I mean? It'd be sometimes like, all right, we're going to put, remember, like, because we used the 808s a lot on this album. And it was yeah. like, all right, because first Jay was like, all right, let's put, put a baseline on it. And I was like, all right, well, let's try the 808s. You know what I mean? Uh, on some Molly Mall. You know what I mean? And, Try that out, but they they still in tune, you know what I mean? Like, but they, you know what I mean? They it's weird because I never did that before, and it's not like it's 
it's probably not as proper as it's supposed to be but it, it you know but it sounded tight though we was just you know what i mean we was hitting the drum pads like boom 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 you know what i mean getting it you know what i mean so yeah we had a good time making this energy. album yo a great time in this album man it was fun that's yeah, dope had, and you know just trying to make it as sound as super super hip-hop as we could possibly you know as we possibly could like but we try to make we made it we made it our hip-hop we wasn't like i said straight from the pack for a reason it's the reason i came up with that name you know what i'm saying so we like and i think we stuck with it and like we went against the grain and like we succeeded we succeeded, yo. We did what we had to do. Now, I know it's really early, but is it safe to say that we're going to continue to see Kev Brown and Jay Sinod collaborations like this, like another project in the future? I think so. I think so. I, yeah. th- I, I, I think so, yeah. I think, it, you know, it's going to be more stuff happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's definitely going to be more stuff happening. Uh, it be a pattern. Because um, I you know, if you guys make it a third one, I think that might be. I mean, you could correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that would be like probably the most projects you've done, Kev, with with one other producer MC. You know, like in Jay Sinai. So um, it, it, and and it works. So a trilogy. It yeah, I don't I don't know if I've done a trilogy with anybody. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Me neither. Yeah. Might have to make a return of the Jedi joint. I don't know. Yeah. So, brothers, Basically. I want to thank y'all so much for taking the time to talk with me today, man. Uh, make sure all of our listeners out there and viewers go check out that new project straight from the pack. Um, it is on Bandcamp, so I know you know brothers probably prefer you to go to Bandcamp, but um, you know if you're able to go pick it up on Bandcamp, but it's also on digital streaming platforms as well. Yeah, um, so yeah. vinyl also. Oh yes, vinyl as well. So um, it's like it's, a, it's but it's like it's probably like ten copies or something left. It's like, like three gotta, copies left. Oh wow! Oh, it is. Yeah, you gotta go. No, copy I'm, I'm slicing it. My bad. It's only it's like it's something stupid left. It's not even we platinum. Sorry, it's not we even out that much. Yeah. Are you gonna restart? Yeah, it. We out here in the game. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so, um, that needs to restock. restock Outcast, look out. We on our way. You know what I mean? Indeed. On our way to Diamond, son. <laughs> so that's what's up, man. I, again, man, thank y'all so much. I wish y'all all the best. Continued success, you know, as you churn out new music throughout the year, man. And, you know, I'm definitely going to be looking. I'm going to be on the sideline looking to see what y'all got coming next. Again, man, I appreciate Thanks, that. Bro. Any um last things you want to say to the to the listeners or viewers out there? Like maybe you want to give your social media platforms, websites where they can go find y'all. Kev, you go first. You got it. Uh, uh official uh www.officialkevbrown.com. That's my website. You can get all the nifty merchandise and stuff. I got vinyl. You get the autograph vinyl and stuff. Um, when I get copies of the, the straight from the pack, I'm going to autograph some and, and mail them out. You know what I mean? It's a lot of people like, yo, we need to address this. It's a lot of people that's like, yo, I had a, I had somebody hit me on Bandcamp. Like, yo, why does Joy $60? Why? You know what I mean? Because it it's coming from the Netherlands. <laughs> it's coming from like far away. So uh, if you ordered one from the Rap Winkle, don't that name tell you something? That tell you like it ain't in America, no. The rap Winkle records, like it sound like some Harry Potter is like it's in the Netherlands. So it's coming from far away. You know what I mean? So th- you're paying for the shipping. You're not paying for the record. You're paying like $30 for shipping. And shout out to everybody that didn't say nothing and just ordered it. You know what I mean? Because there's only 300 copies. You know what I mean? So you got the original pressing of that copy. That joint is going to be worth something someday. Yeah, I'm getting my Kanye on. I don't care because it's it's true. All I'm saying is true. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? And Fat Beats got some copies. It's black copies. It's still a couple copies left. You know what I mean? Shout out to everybody that jumped in. 
what was it seconds jay saw not the first couple seconds people bought yeah, man seconds the, the like the strips went like in six seconds right so yeah, I mean, so yeah. big shout out to it, it might be a whole bunch of people in the netherlands that bought it i don't know but somebody <laughs> bought it you know what i mean real bad people bought it so we in the game you know what i mean so that's what's be, up keep your eyes up for the next batch of vinyl because we don't it's not like we i'm joking about platinum we don't we don't press up a lot of copies so the copies we press up is the copies we press up and if they sell out they sell out and you better hope we press some more up like and got another you know what i mean something in place to press some more up so just get it when it's out and then you ain't got to complain you could be like yo i got it you know what i mean so off let me get off the podium <laughs> So I threw the website up, officialkevbrown.com, www.officialkevbrown.com. That's right. I'm on Twitter and, and Kev Brown. Just go look, do a search for Kev Brown. And, and uh, I'm on Instagram, Kev Brown Pictures, and also officialkevbrown.com on, you know, I got two Instagrams. I got two grams. So, you know what I mean? Dope, I'm out here. Uh, you can you can find me like on I guess like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You just look up J Sinai. It's J S C I E N I D E. So it's like you know it's a play on words, you know, between the two words, whatever. Like so, you can just find me on any of those. Um, right now, I'm starting like the label, so it'll be Instagram and a website for the label Static King real soon. So look out for that like probably in the next few weeks. But yeah, again, like just follow me on Twitter, Instagram, everything at J J S C I E N I D E. That's it. Dope, dope, dope. And uh just so our folks know, uh, you guys can find us on um our audio podcast. So you guys are on YouTube right now, out the box TV. Make sure y'all hit that subscribe button. We're gonna be doing more episodes throughout. Uh, you know, as we roll out 2021, we're trying to do more episodes on the YouTube channel, Out the Box TV. But you could also catch the audio podcast um, on Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, you just got to search for Out the Box Talks. That's O-U-T-D-A-B-O-X-T-A-L-K-S. And um, again, I want to thank my brothers, Kev Brown and Jay Cyanide. And like I said, brothers, much success. Till next time. Everyone stay safe, stay healthy. Yo, Krell, we want to thank you too, man. Thank you, Krell. Yo, you know I mean? Thank you for the platform. We out here, you know, doing the best we can. So we appreciate people like you just giving us a spotlight, you know. You know what I mean? Yeah, we appreciate let, that. Let yo. Thank know you. We got lot. some joints out, you know what I mean? Yo, Indeed. thank you. Thank y'all. And just like that, we're going to get out of here. I'm going to throw my applause.